I'm Paul from Thirst Counselling and welcome to a Thirst Counsellor podcast, a series of blogs, readings and audio meanderings through the world of mental health and well-being. Well, hello again and welcome to episode 14. It's Paul here from Thirst Counselling and I wanted to talk... Well, I wanted to continue to talk about the five ways to well-being. Uh, we've already talked about um, keep learning, take notice, and connect. Uh, and what I wanted to talk about today was give. I wanted to talk about that in relation to uh, voluntary work, giving your time to the people, uh, making time for the people, that giving of yourself, which touches on altruism as well. Uh, and I'll talk a little bit about a, a number of different aspects of that. Um, and, you know, welcome back to listeners and to anyone who's listening for the first time. If you like what you hear, then please feel free to share it with other people you think might be like-minded. Um, but for now, let's get on with the rest of the show. William Shakespeare once said, The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. The NHS Mood Zone website talks about the five ways to well-being. And on the subject of give, it reads... Most people would agree that giving to others is a good thing, but it can also do a lot for your own mental well-being. Small acts of kindness towards other people or larger ones like volunteering in your local community can give you a sense of purpose. It can make you feel happier and more satisfied with life. Sometimes we think of well-being in terms of what we have, our income, our home or car or our job. But evidence suggests it is our actions and our thoughts that have the biggest impact on mental well-being. Positive mental well-being means feeling good about yourself and the world around you and being able to get on with life in the way that you want. Helping and supporting other people and working with others towards a shared goal is good for our mental well-being. Research suggests that acts of giving and kindness, small and large, are associated with positive mental well-being. Giving to others and cooperating with them can stimulate the reward areas in the brain, creating positive feelings. Helping and working with others can also give us a sense of purpose and feelings of self-worth. Giving our time to others in a constructive way helps us strengthen our relationships and build new ones. Relationships with others also help mental well-being. It says about how you can give more. Giving can take lots of different forms, from small everyday acts to larger commitments. So today, you could say thank you to someone for something they have done for you. Phone a relative or friend who needs support or company. Ask a colleague how they are and really listen to the answer. Offer to lend a hand if you see a stranger struggling with bags or a pushchair. You could arrange a day out for you and a friend. You could offer to help someone with DIY, sign up to a mentoring project or volunteer in your local community. Such as helping out at the local school, hospital or care home. When I first got into this kind of work myself, 
I started by volunteering in the soup kitchen. Now this was a soup kitchen where I myself had been as a client when I was homeless. Um, so to be able to then go and volunteer when I'd got the help and support that I needed to then go and volunteer somewhere else um, was a real privilege for me. It was a way of giving something back. Um, and it was also my entry into this profession, into this kind of work of helping people. And it was because people had been there for me. Volunteers had been there, giving up their time every day of the week, weekends included, to give out sandwiches and to give out meals to the people who were homeless or you know, who had you know, addiction difficulties. Now, I, as well as having a private practice, I also do volunteer counselling. Um, and again, the reason why I do that is it, it gives me a sense of purpose. It helps me develop as a practitioner. But I believe that counselling should be available to all people. And without volunteers across the country, the world that we know around us would grind to a standstill. Think about the charity shops that you see, people volunteering their time. Think about the, the soup kitchens in some of the larger cities. Think about some of the church organisations and the youth groups and the organisations that they run for, for children and young people and for the elderly. And it doesn't have to be something as big as volunteering your time, um, which can be as little as an hour a week. It can be like we spoke about in the mood zone writing. You can say hello to someone. I sometimes set myself tasks of saying hello to five people. Just saying good morning when I walk my dog. Saying good morning. How are you? And smiling. It costs very little. And if we do that with the intention of trying to improve another person's day, it'll improve our day. Sitting down with a friend that you haven't met for a while, arranging to meet up for a coffee, giving them your time, and connecting with them. You come away from that interaction, from that moment, feeling that you've done a little bit of good in that day. And in a 24-hour day where there can be timetables and deadlines and school drop-offs and school pickups and stresses and stressors, having a little time, a little moment where you've given of yourself to someone else can skew that whole day from feeling really quite negative to, well, at least I managed to do that today. So look at your life and, and look at yourselves and think, where do I already give of myself? And how can I give more of myself?
Pay It Forward is a, an American romantic drama that was made in the year 2000. It was based on the novel of the same name by Catherine Ryan Hyde. It's about a 12 year old boy called Trevor McKinney and his social studies teacher gives his class a task for the year to make the world a better place. That's going to be their homework for the whole year to try and make the world a better place. So this young 12 year old boy comes from a a broken home. Um, His mother is an alcoholic. Um, And his teacher, played by Kevin Spacey, is an emotionally and and physically scarred individual. Or like his uh, main people in his life. So he comes up with a very simple idea. He tries to do something for someone else that they can't do for themselves. And his rule is, I'll do something for you that you can't do for yourself. And then what you've got to do is you've got to do the same thing for five other people. And they, in order, have to then do an act of kindness for five other people. And they, in order, have to do an act of kindness for five other people. And it's a very, very simple idea, very simple thought. Trevor does a favour for three people, asking each of them to pay the favour forward by doing favours for three other people and so on along a branch of tree of good deeds starts to grow. And he starts by trying to help a homeless man uh, by putting him up in his garage. And the homeless man then pays the favour forward by doing car repairs for Trevor's mother. And But then later on, when this, this character, Jerry, relapses back into drug addiction, um, he's able to pay his debt forward later by talking to a suicidal woman who's going to kill herself. And this whole idea, this whole domino effect of doing a small act of kindness for someone and the only way they can pay you back is by then doing the act for another person. It's just such a simple idea and we can do that in our daily lives by going out and doing one small act of kindness. It doesn't have to be anything grand like taking in a homeless person. It can be by smiling at someone in the day. There have been stories ever since this film was released of the Pay It Forward Foundation. If you go and Google Pay It Forward, uh, there are organisations and there are movements all across America and across the parts of the world, people paying it forward. There are coffee shops. You can go into some coffee shops and just buy yourself a coffee and say, I'd like you to give the next person who comes for a cup of coffee it free or to give it for the next homeless person that you see who comes into your coffee shop tell them that this coffee's free they'll never find out that it's you but it's not about them finding out that you've done them a favour that's the trick they haven't to find out that you've done them a favour and the act of us paying it forward creates a domino effect in in the film unfortunately what happens is the, the young boy gets into a, a fight 
with some bullies and, and he dies unfortunately it's quite a tragic sad end um, but what is realized by this act of kindness that he originally did is it started this huge movement it's a fabulous film it's a very poignant film uh, and I think for, for the time that we are in this world and that where we've got so much kind of animosity going on across the world and in, in lots of different countries the idea of us doing kind acts for other people um, is a really good ideal to get behind so I recommend the book by Catherine Hyde it's a wonderful book and I, I really recommend the movie too um, it's beautifully made it's very very sentimental but with a very simple ideal do good to other people the actress Gillian Anderson once wrote be of service whether you make yourself available to a friend or co-worker or you make time every month to do volunteer work there is nothing that harvests more of a feeling of empowerment than being of service to someone in need. And Oscar Wilde once said, The smallest act of kindness is worth more than the grandest intention. Holyrood House is located in Thirsk, North Yorkshire and it is a, a retreat centre. It's a centre of pastoral care, education and reflection. It offers a number of different services. Uh, it offers um, pastoral support. Uh, it offers a lot of educational services um, and it also provides a retreat that people can come and stay for for a couple of days or for a week where they can engage in prayer and reflection but another one of the great things that it offers is a counselling service it offers uh, an affordable counselling service uh, for people they have a bank of volunteer counsellors of which I'm one of them it's it's where I, I carry out my practice um, as a volunteer counsellor and they, they offer a sliding scale. So for people who are in a receipt of benefits, they can, they can have a reduced fee. It really is a great little service and it's made up of volunteers. They have a couple of paid staff, but the majority of people are volunteers. Providing meals, uh, providing comfort, providing support to, to people in need people with faith-based issues, people with mental health difficulties, people with physical disabilities, people with difficulties. Uh, and at the moment that they have a, um, a big appeal going on at the moment, they have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to purchase uh, from the owners the, the, the house, Holyrood House and its gardens. Um, so what they're trying to do at the moment is they're trying to raise uh, one and a quarter million pounds and they're doing lots of different kind of events they're doing uh, there are people doing fun runs you can go and find just giving pages um, 
that are taking donations directly. They're running lots of events this year. And what I'll do is I will post a note in the show notes uh, that gives you a link to the website. It's a, a really amazing charity that does some incredible work um, around transgenders, people, around people who are experiencing lots of difficulties. And when I go there on a Monday night uh, for my practice, it just has such a warm and welcoming atmosphere. Um, It really is quite a remarkable and special place. So that's Holyrood House, which is based in Thursk. And like I said, I'll put a link in the show notes. So that's bringing us to the end of this particular episode. There's every opportunity that we have to give of ourselves um, should be taken up to to improve our relationships with other people, uh, to improve our, our place in the world and to improve our mental health and well-being. You know, like we've talked about, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It may be just taking out the bins for your neighbours when you put your bins out. Or when you go and collect your bin and bring it back in. Bring it in for your neighbours as well. Or perhaps it's giving back to the world. If you go to the beach, pick up some litter. Any litter that you see, pick it up. Even if it's not yours, pick it up and put it in a bin. Trying to do something for someone else other than ourselves, other than our nearest and dearest. Because we'll all do things for our nearest and dearest. That's a given. But the idea of doing something for someone else without them finding out can um, be so rewarding in itself. Or if you have some spare time, maybe, like I said, volunteer at a, uh, at a charity shop or volunteer at a local community centre. Well, you know what? Volunteer at your local library. Libraries have been closing down and that. They're being run at the moment and that. Uh, here in North Yorkshire by a lot of people who are volunteering their time. I mean, how phenomenal is that? We have a cinema in Thirsk that is run by volunteers. Um, You know, it plays all the latest movies and that, but it's all run by volunteers. People sign up to become community volunteers for our own theatre so we can, you know, we can have access to cinema. So see what there is in your community, in your immediate environments and give a little back thanks very much for listening we'll see you in our next episode and here we are at the outro I'd like to thank everyone who's listened um, it's nice to see that there's people downloading it and listening to the to the podcast uh, uh, gives me a reason to kind of keep going. Uh, if you if you like what I'm saying or you have any ideas or any topics, you can in- email me at info at thirskcounselling.co.uk or alternatively, you can tweet me at t underscore counselling. At t underscore counselling. Um, I'll be back Uh, in another episode talking about some other aspects of mental health and well-being 
uh, please feel free to review this on your podcast app and uh, give it a couple of stars Uh, and if you want to share it with other people and if you think other people might be interested please feel free to do that Um, thanks very much for listening sincerely yours a first counsellor The NHS website talks about the five ways to well-being and in its section on being active, it says that being active is great for your physical health and fitness and evidence shows that it can also improve your mental well-being. We think that the mind and body are separate, but what you do with your body can have powerful effects on your mental well-being. Mental well-being means feeling good both about yourself and about the world around you. It means being able to get on with life in the way that you want. Evidence shows that there's a link between being physically active and good mental well-being. But being active doesn't mean you need to spend hours in the gym if that doesn't appeal to you. Find physical activities you enjoy and think about how to fit more of them into your daily life. Scientists think physical activity helps maintain and improve well-being in a number of ways. It can help people with mild depression. Evidence shows it can also help protect people against anxiety. You see, physical activity is thought to cause chemical changes in the brain, which can help to positively change our mood. Some scientists think being active can improve well-being because it brings about a greater sense of self-esteem, self-control and the ability to rise to a challenge. So if you want to get more active, think about physical activity in the broader sense. It can be going out for a walk. It can be, you know, walking up and down steps in your own house. It can be around at lunchtime and that when you're at work, taking a five minute walk around your office block or just around the area where you work. It can be going for a run, it can be going for a swim with your children. It doesn't have to be something great, but doing something on a regular basis to to improve your breathing, to improve your heart rate, can have a, a real impact on your physical and mental well-being. I'll put a link in the show notes about this particular post on the website. Welcome to episode 15 and this is going to be the last section of looking at the five ways to well-being. Um, we've already looked at about being connected, you know, how we can connect with other people, but how we can take notice of the things around us, you know, of, of the area where we live, um, of the little things in nature but also the simple things like sitting down and enjoying food. Um, we also talked about keeping learning, how we can keep challenging our brain and, uh, and learn new things, learn new crafts, learn how to cook a new meal or take up a hobby. Um, we've, we've also talked about how we, can, how we can give back, how we can through doing some kind of voluntary work or through doing acts of kindness for other people, how that can also impact on our well-being. Um, today we're going to talk about being active uh, and about how that can really help us physically, emotionally and mentally. Uh, about how the way that we treat our bodies uh, and the way that we exercise 
uh, even in small little ways, uh, can have a positive impact on our day and on our overall life. So join us for the rest of the episode as we'll look at some different aspects of physical activity um, and we'll, we'll also look at the NHS website and, uh, and what they say about that particular aspect of the five ways to well-being. Uh, and also we're going we're gonna to review um, a film and, uh, and, and as usual we're going to end with a, with a piece of music that will hopefully inspire you to get active. So when trying to think of a, a film or something to talk about that was related to keeping active, it's quite difficult. And then I thought about the movie Rocky, the 1976 classic starring Sylvester Stallone. And whilst this isn't explicitly about being active, it is something that inspires people to to want to run or to want to exercise you know as a, as a child growing up in the 70s and watching the film in the 80s you know I remember hearing this music and wanting to be like Rocky I remember exercising to this you know and I, I and I remember you know like keeping fit to the Rocky music I had it on a on a on a single the theme tune you know and the film is also about a determination of spirit you know, a, a willingness to kind of push the boundaries and to push yourself that little bit more. And and it's also about underdogs. It's got so many great themes in it as this film. You know, the idea that the underdog and that who's pitched against Apollo Creed and that, you know, a champion boxer. Uh, and just through his sheer determination uh, and willingness to kind of push himself to his very limits, is able to kind of you know, do this amazing thing and take on this heavyweight championship boxer. And although he doesn't win and that, you know, you're cheering for him at the very end. And it is the very end of the training montage, which is one of the famous parts and that, when he's running up the steps. And, and I remember as someone who used to do a lot of long distance running as a child, I loved running. Uh, and on my Walkman, I would have music playing. And there was a place in Blackburn where I grew up that had these stone steps that went up for ages. And I, like I'm sure everyone else who ever ran up those steps, had that image from Rocky playing, where you run to the very top, and then you're jumping up and down with your arms in the air, that realisation that you've pushed yourself that little bit further. You've done something a little bit out of character. You know, we can all do a little thing, a little something in that, you know, to kind of improve our activity. And that's something that pushes us a little bit more out of our comfort zone. I recommend that people go and get back in touch with the film Rocky. The former US President Thomas Jefferson once said, Walking is the best possible exercise. Habituate yourself to walk very far. The Olympic swimmer Michael Phelps said, 
swimming is normal to me. I'm relaxed, I'm comfortable, and I know my surroundings. It's my home. The philosopher Hippocrates said, if we could give every individual the right amount of nourishment and exercise, not too little and not too much, we would have found the safest way to health. And the Buddha once said, to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise we shall not be able to keep our minds strong and clear. So, here we are, towards the end of the podcast. Um, right now I'm outside doing a, a version of Keeping Active. I'm sat by a very still pond just off the side of the A19 in North Yorkshire, in Thirsk. Uh, I'm watching the tip of a quill float just just motionless at the moment there's a few other people around but this is uh, part of keeping active for me and, and for promoting my well-being there's a there's a lovely bright day as we're getting towards the end of February a beautiful day for February really and it's an opportunity to be outside to be by myself and to really look after my well-being so this is a very simple aspect of keeping active in my life um, when I'm not walking the dog or I'm not walking around work I'm, I'm trying to make the most of the free time that I get so right now as I'm watching the birds swoop across the pond and I'm watching my float concentrating I'm finding a bit of peace um, I hope you've enjoyed uh, the last few podcasts looking at the five ways of well-being and hope you recognise the importance of doing these simple things in order to improve your outcomes physically as well as mentally and emotionally um, and I guess my challenge to you is to do something to keep active uh, whether it go for a run, go for a walk go for a meander around a pond or, or go to the gym take up swimming badminton it doesn't have to be anything great it just has to be something more than what you're doing right now so uh I'm going to switch off now and uh, that will lead us into the outro and I hope that whatever you do uh, you find some ways of improving your mental health and well-being and perhaps incorporate the five ways into your daily schedule.